Coach turning the page to our final group, um, the Rochester Boy Geniuses. I feel like I've had them pretty often in my scouting report. <laughs> they um, they come in ranked 37th. Uh, obviously, Coach Jimmy's a, a, a very big staple um, in this league. Yep. They um, they do lose both big men from last year in, in both Verna and Foster. Um, what what did they replace them with? Well, a 49-47 class. Um, not too shabby. Uh, the scoring is not going to be where it was. Jason Kelly was a was a good double double guy, but only at ten and a half. Um, Rochester may not. Be, they finished eleventh in the NTT last year. Again, a team that's all always feels like they're you know in the conversation from that perspective. But they um, they may take a step back this year. Yeah, I I, I can certainly see that that potentially happening. Um, it might be a, a, a scenario where, you know, they scored 82, 83 points a game last year, maybe slow it down a little bit more. Because like you said, I, I like the talent that's in that freshman class. I just don't know how it's going to pair with what they bring back, especially early on and, and just which direction coach might go. I, I think there's plenty to work with. It's just kind of piecing together what makes the most sense to, to make you an efficient unit? Yeah, Matthew Harris was a very impressive freshman. Uh, Blake, Mar- Brendan Martinez, you know, put up 15 a game as, as well as steel had 1.8 steals. And then Leonardo Charles, a, a very talented junior at the six, six, seven spot, put up 16 points for a game was a first team all conference performer like those three. Yep. Um, just, just, just the big question mark is, okay, what are we going to do right here in the front court? Um, that that that'll kind of tell the story of of how Rochester's season's going to go. They um they jump in with with uh, a group with Yuma, who's the second squad um, here in this group. They, on the other hand, um, literally the opposite. They lose their one and the two, yep. but they bring back the three, four, and five. Obviously, the one and two right there um, at twenty one and twenty four points per game are our major losses for the uh, favorite, favorite deputy. Yeah, 100%. You know, another another conference 32 foe of mine, one of, one of my my favorite teams to play against. We, we've had some great duels um, between Flagstaff and Yuma. And, you know, Coach Cheese just does a, a, a really good job with Yuma and, and, and really just I, some of the results and, and stats that he gets out of his guys um, – I very rarely match up to to what the recruiting rankings say, so I I'm not completely scared away by by what you know the the initial ranking is because he normally outperforms it. But it's it, it's good. It's a lot to to try and replace losing your your one and your two is, is two seniors that have performed as well as the uh, Adams and McKinney had. So I, I think that that he's got a shot to still have a good season, but it's it's going to be. I know he's he's had a, a really bad string of luck with his with his ties and not being able to bring kind of some of his top targets in. Got a couple of clear leads this year, but I think he he's really high on Dominic Booker, um, and I know I think he's probably going to give him every chance uh, at the point guard position. So I you know if if he can come in and, and be ready to roll, he's got a chance to to maybe overperform that ranking. But it's going to be tough for him to match. I think where where he was last year. Pairing the um, the freshman with Justin Jackson, who's going to have to take another step forward, it's going to be relying on the underclassmen here in Yuma 
for them to kind of continue their 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 streak of success um, for the uh, the favorite deputy. But um, if, if Coach Cheese, he certainly knows um, how to do it. He gets um, he gets a a test with Cooperstown. Um, I think uh, a test that he can win um, in 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 game one. I know the the gloves probably are not thrilled with their freshman class, and then you know couple that with losing you know both their two and their five. Um, that they they they're going to need to find some scoring. Um, I'm not entirely sure where that's going to come from. They're going to have to rely on the, the freshman Eric McVeigh a little bit. Other than that, they they've really got one returning starter. Uh, one one returning player that averaged double figures last year. Yeah, going to be tough to to like you said to find that scoring. The overall, I guess, team profile as far as the recruiting rankings, you know, is similar. You're kind of trading out a a one twenty one forty eight class for a one seventy five one eighty six class. So you, you take a step back, but it's not like you're losing a a top twenty five consensus senior class. But it's it, it's going to be tough for that that junior what is now currently the junior class to really continue to to lead the way when really you only have one of them starting so you know you got to figure out is or at least last year you know does does adrian smith slide into the starting lineup does brandon wells move into a starting lineup and 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 become a, a a shooting guard that on a per 30 minute basis you know was giving you 20 21 points similar to to eli Mont's last year but can he do that as a starter um, and I think that'll probably really tell the tale of their season is, is can Brandon Wells slide in there at that shooting guard spot and replicate the, the per 30 numbers that he's been given off the bench. I'm, I'm, I'm sensing a theme with this group, Coach. You know, a lot of questions about what's being lost and who's going to replace where. And, you know, that, that, that rings true for our fourth team in this group, Ocala. You know, they come in at 60, 65 coming off an NTT performance. So they actually improved um, their ranking from where they finished last year, despite not, despite the freshman class kind of not being the, the best. Um, they do lose both the point guard um, as well as the four, Jacob Bell. But you know, I say point guard. They kind of rotated Martin and Turner. They were based around matchups. Yep. So certainly Turner will kind of slide into that role. Um, got to figure, you know, they'll, they'll. I don't. I don't know what they'll do with that other guard spot. I'm not sure if they play one of the freshmen up. Do they move Martelli up? Martelli's not the scorer. He's more of the facilitator. So again, more questions probably in this group with with Ocala. And you know, where do the pieces fit that make the most sense? Yeah, they uh, the Wilkerson group. I'm sure is looking at these last two and saying, you know, how come how come we couldn't be swapped around a little bit? But. Uh, <laughs> You know, I think Ocala, again, like you said, I think it's a really good call on your part that it's just a lot of questions and how do these pieces fit together and how do you replace a lot of scoring and production that was lost. So they've gotten bigger uh, and got some good size that I like what they brought in with some of the freshman class with Ethan Clark and and Jamison Frank. I think those guys give you some versatility, uh, maybe not so much have to peg them into the post. Uh, can can maybe get a little bigger on the wing, and and is that how you offset losing some of your scoring? Is you just have more size, you can rebound better. I a couple ways to 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 change it and and kind of morph into something maybe a little different that's still very effective. But uh, like you said, a lot of questions still. 
when, when you know, there's not a clear cut favorite in this in this foursome, in my opinion. I am going to lean with the boy geniuses. I know they're the one seed. Really going out on a limb there, I know. But um, they return, I think, the most in terms of three starters and double figures. Um, Again, would I be surprised if Rochester loses this group? No, I think there's a ton of questions all the way around. I just think between what they have with the one and the through the three, they've got to be the 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 slight favorites really at this with this group. But again, I it's a lot of question marks with 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 all four of these squads. Yeah, a lot of question marks. I agree with you that I, I would lean toward Rochester. You, like you said, you've got the three starters coming back that are that are double figure scorers, and they've still got, in my opinion, probably the most effective size in the group. Um, so I, I, you know, Yuma's there too, but it, it does their size compete uh, with what Rochester has? I, I don't know. Uh, I, I, that'll be a tough, a tall task. So I, I do like your your lean towards Rochester there to to come away as the winner of the group. Well, Coach, those were our three. Uh, do want to give a, a, another shout out to Coach V on, on all that he does organizing the PNTT. It's it's going to be another fun year. Um, I think uh, a lot of question marks, not just for the schools we mentioned, but I think for for some of our squads as well. I'm yes, sir. I'm sitting here trying to tinker around what I can do with 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 our lineup, but um, we're looking forward to another fun year. And uh, and Coach, thanks for breaking it down with me. I appreciate it, Coach. Good talking to you and look forward to seeing uh, how everything plays out. You bet. Thanks, Coach. Thanks.